Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. That's T E C O. V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Hey. Hi. I did miss you. I miss you so much. I saw you the other day. You came by for a little quick visit. And uh, we're going to we're gonna see each other in Austin. I guess this is the last show that will air, right? Where we can tell people about mm-hmm. um, coming well, to... Is it this Sunday? No. No, it'll no, it's be next Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Yeah, it's next Sunday, June. Uh, the Austin, uh, the Austin TV Festival, guys, come see a Scrubs reunion panel on uh, on June fifth at ten a.m. at the Paramount Theater in Austin. You will have, I have confirmed now, Donald Faison, Oop. Sarah Chalk, Neil Flynn, Oop. Bill Lawrence, Judy Reyes. Oh, did I say Johnny C. McGinley? Mm-mm. I don't think you did. No. Yeah, that's who you're gonna have. Boom. They're gonna have all the lead, all the all the main leads except for Ken. The heaters. That's amazing. It's we've never we haven't all been together. We did a little thing um, for something else, but we haven't done this in a very very long time, and it's gonna be so great It'll to see nice. everybody. It'll be very nice. Um, so I was false positive. Really? Oh, you didn't even have it. You sound upset about that. Well, no, I'm not upset about it. I was really geeked. I'm not going to lie, man. I thought it was going to be easy COVID because I had no symptoms. Oh, you were excited to get high and play video games and you didn't get your chance. <laughs> that all went out the window. <laughs> yeah. Remember how we were so geeked about that, guys? Yeah. Remember you were how kind we were of talking? like, it's funny, in this episode, there's a whole plot line where Jordan is bed um, uh, bedridden. Is that the term? Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. so, yeah. And uh, because of her uh, pregnancy, she has to be stay in bed. And 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 Cox has to take care of her. You were kind of stoked for the I get to um, lie in bed and play video games in case he has to take care of me, and you didn't get it. 
Well, she couldn't take care of me, but I get to lie in bed, play video games, <laughs> smoke a shit ton of weed. Like I had yeah. no symptoms, man. Like I was like, this is gonna be fucking. Did amazing. you have the amazing? Did you have the animal face all lined up, ready to go, <laughs> dude? I was ready. I had I cleaned both bongs. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. Ready to go. I rolled some J's and everything, man. Now, You're look, so funny. I smoke a lot he of weed. Prepped, regar- he, I smoke a lot of weed regardless. for his fucking COVID by cleaning his bongs. Yeah, man. I, I, listen, I didn't, listen, I smoke a lot of weed. It's very clear. Those who know me know this. My wife thinks it's a problem. My best friend thinks it's a problem. Yeah, I said he needs rehab. Right. You said you were quitting the other day. How'd that work out? <laughs> <laughs> But I just think it's bullshit. Like I have no I listen, I I I used to smoke weed. I don't really smoke that much anymore. But uh I, I just think it's bullshit that people say it's not addictive. I know it's not physically it's addictive. So addictive. It is completely it is, yeah. addictive. Donald yeah. is one hundred percent addicted. Another very hey, close hey, 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 I am not addictive. I just got a really strong habit. Whatever you want to say, weed is addicting addictive. Um, yes, and, it is very. And uh, I, I, I mean, to each their own. But don't say it's not addictive. You know what I find myself doing? You know, and, and here's the fucked up shit. This is the fucked up shit about weed. And all you people out there are like, yo, stop bashing weed. You know what? I just smoked some, so I can do it right now. Look, <laughs> <laughs> that shit really does make you be like, damn man, I'm not gonna smoke no more. That's it. I'm done. I'm yeah, done. you told me that. I'm done. I'm done. And then you'll be like, you know what? After this next bong hit, or after this next, oh no, yeah. just one more. I just one. just one, one more. Yeah, your wife's not that into your weed habit. I've I've learned. I'm learning. My wife's not that into me right now because of my <laughs> weed habit, dude. Oh, like shit. it has it has amplified to the level where I am fucking on that snoop. Look, man, I get it. Snoop Dogg, I get it. Seth Rogen, I get it. You know what I mean? I get it, dude. I get it. There's nothing like being able to sit at home. All right, so right now I don't have a lot of shit to do. Like I'm in that, there's that little bit of period where I have work. I'm working a lot. You know what I mean? But it's it's sporadic. You know what I mean? So it's a day here, a day there. You know what I mean? We do the podcast and everything like that. So I got a shit ton of time on my hands, right? And it's it's kind of fucking cool to be able to smoke weed, play video games while the kids are at school. They get out of school and then play, you know, then take the kid to basketball practice or or and then be a daddy. That's kind of fun to do right now. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, right. But it can't last. And and I know that this the withdrawal from the amount of weed that I'm smoking right now. Well, you got to taper off like fucking, anything, man. You got to just set yourself a time like. I'm not gonna smoke until after this time. Um, you can't. I mean, I, yeah, I think you'll. That's you'll the be, beauty of working. Be pretty, working be makes it so. Work because I've become such a. You know, I'm, I'm way more into seeing what I can do on camera now than I than I was before. Right, like that's an adventure now. Whereas before it was like, let's. You know, I wanna I wanna be on camera because I wanna be a star or whatever the shit is. But like now it's like you know. I'm way more interested in figuring out what I can do on camera. So because of that, I feel like I need to be sober to do it. And so when I work, I am so sober. 
uh, when I'm not working. Maybe it's depression. Well, you also we said you were going to join me on this health kick because I'm um, back on the Peloton. I'm on a health kick, and it's good to have a partner. It's good to have a partner that you can be like. But you don't want to work out with me? I don't want to work out with you, but I'm saying, like, uh, it's good to have a, It's always good when you're um, exercising or getting in shape or losing weight to have a buddy that you're like, hey, man, did you Peloton today? Yeah. Hey, right. you got your big-ass fucking jug of water? Yeah. You know, like, um, I don't you know. have a jar of water today. Sorry. That's small. Too small. Um, it's a I, mason uh, jar. I Are you working out a lot right now? Yeah, I'm working out. A I'm training. And I I'm saw you. You're looking sexy, man, dude. I'm not going to lie to you. Thank you are you. looking good, man. You I'm are. Trying. You are putting in. I'm trying the to work. get this. I'm trying to get the sea gutters back. I had them for 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 a moment. It's well, summer. It's summer. You got to have the sea gutters. Well, you don't have to have the sea gutters. You just have to be. Look, this is another thing. I would like to have sea gutters. Right. There you go. Thank you. There you but go. when you're 47, you it takes a long time. To a get long through. time. right? No, but I'm saying the love handles are the last to go. Well, I just want to yeah. go. I just want to go into Beverly Hills and have someone go. You know what I want to do? Vacuum that shit out. No. I just want to be. I just want to be. Well, how much could it cost? Can you call, can you Google how much it costs to have the 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 love handles Wait. sucked out? What? And what then you're supposed to put like, it in your ass. That's what the that's what the some of the women do. Then they just put it in their ass. And I, what if I we could get use a, a bigger what booty? If we, what if? Is there a way that fake doctors, real friends, and some could come like, and we do it live from there? Oh, that would be I would I would love to do a live recording of you getting the cum gutters that you desire. Yeah. And then getting it put then getting that fat. Yeah. Put into Should we your do ass. a podcast from the doctor's office while I'm having my my, oh my love God. handles put in my ass? This would Daniel, be you'll be there. <laughs> oh, I'll be there. I'll my mic right up to the thing. Just... <laughs> I just want listen, I have a small booty. And uh, I, I live in Hollywood. It's accepted here. I just want to suck out my love handles and put it in my booty. That's I'll what put I'm the saying. right love handle in the right cheek, <laughs> left handle in the left cheek. <laughs> you don't have a lot of you don't have a lot of love handle right now, man. No, so it's your going ass down. would still be kind of tiny. Yeah, you still have a be, little booty. It, it wouldn't be much, but I'm I'm pelotoning it off, and I'm and I'm drinking a lot of water, and I'm for you. not not eating like an asshole, and I'm barely drinking, and uh, that's how you do it. You got a lot That's of vegetables. how you do it. Do you got a lot of vegetables in your diet, or are you doing a multivitamin? I got a lot of vegetables. I'm actually trying a, a, this food delivery company that I don't like. It's it's very healthy, but it's just not doesn't taste good to me. But you know, those are hard to find. It's all difficult. It's very difficult to get in shape eating something that somebody else is saying this is what you should eat today. Well, I, it's, I think it's also hard for people who work a full, you know, I have to, I have to say, I have to give respect to people that work a real nine to five job and then have to um, come home and eat healthy and, and, and bring healthy food to work and all that stuff. I mean, I, you know, you, you come out, you come out for, for a lunch break and there's a Chipotle right there and you're like, oh, right. I'd love to, I'd love a burrito. I don't want to go eat a salad, you know. But you can figure what, out Dan, things. What are you saying? No, I'm with you. That's yeah. I feel the exact same way. Working a nine to five and then being like, okay, let's make a healthy dinner. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> well, it's not just that. It's also when you have kids and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they want McNuggets. Like you spend the whole day. They want. I want them. <laughs> Shit, you spend the whole day doing kid activities and stuff like that, and then the nighttime comes and there's those arches, and you're like, yep, let's pull in. They took out the last McDonald's um, that's anywhere near me. Granted, now I live in 
a Hollywood, West Hollywood area. So it's probably the only it's that, that that's probably the only place in the country that can say that. But there was the one on on Sunset and Crescent Heights that's gone. gone. There was the one across from CBS Radford that's gone. I was just gone. talking to Carrie Brothers about this because he loves McDonald's and used to that and his wife's pregnant, so they're like they're like McDonald's fans. And uh, I know and, where they all are, but and, I know and where he's they like, are. and he's like, he's like, we got to go to Sherman Oaks for a minute. Yeah, that's where they are, buddy. That's where they are, buddy. I but I was just thinking, like, this is probably the only area of the country where there's not a McDonald's every fucking half mile. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, okay, so switching gears, I'm really excited. This, you know, it will have already happened, and we will have already talked about it. Uh, but I'm really excited for this. Friday. I mean, like oh Obi Wan. Oh, I'm I'm not going out tonight. Like there was a because you need to rest. Because you need to rest. I was going to take the kid to basketball. I'm not taking the kid to basketball. Why? It doesn't drop until midnight. Doesn't drop until midnight. I don't want to risk anything. You are. I want to make sure that I am alive to see the Obi Wan Kenobi premiere and the second episode. Not going to go to fuck that shit. I don't give a fuck when it goes. There's a possibility that we could be driving on the road and we get a flat tire <laughs> and have to spend an evening and then midnight comes and nope, it's not available. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I am very excited it, about that. It drops at midnight? Not only, it drops at midnight tonight. Not only am I excited about that. You're so cute. Thor. Mm. Oh my God. Mm. What, the Thor did you trailer? see that trail? Did you see that trailer? No, but I saw Natalie's bo- fucking arms on a on a picture. Holy shit! Natalie got ripped. She's got the guns. I think Marvel's about to hire. We need to hire. We need to hire Portman's uh, trainer. <laughs> shit. No, I want I want Liam Hemsworth's trainer because whatever that brother is doing, <laughs> God. Damn. Look, yo, there's a scene, there's a scene in the trailer where they look, there's a scene in the trailer where they flick his clothes like the uh the guy, I think it's who is it? Uh he's playing Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Crowe's playing like uh is he playing Zeus? Is that who we're going to see? Right. So Russell Mm -hmm. Crowe's playing Zeus and he flicks Thor's clothes off, and not only do the women faint, but the men faint. Everybody around is like God. <laughs> I, I, yo, I stopped the fucking. Tra- I, st- I stopped the. I stopped the trailer. Ran into the living room where my wife was, and I was like, "Baby, you seen the Thor trailer? It just, it had just come out." I was like, "You seen the Thor trailer yet?" She was like, "No." I was like, "Let me show it to you." I showed it to her. <laughs> she fucking when the flick happened, she even went. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're gonna keep it blurred for theaters or no? Oh, I hope. Well, it's Disney, so I don't know. I don't what do you know. mean blurred? What do you mean blurred? They blur his his behind in the trailer. Um, they got to show see it. him from the back, completely nude. They got to so show his the butt. butt is blurred out. Oh, but I feel like it's Taika Waititi. So right. I'm gonna say this right now. They'll show butt. That show dude butt. is. That dude is okay. I don't know. Look, he's a very funny actor. He's a very good actor, and his brother both. Uh, his brother's a sweetheart. Uh, anyway, my point is. Holy shit, dude! What the fuck are you doing? How do I? That's how do I get to your height? One, and how well, do I get those muscles? Two. Well, you know what to do. You could go on the program. Listen, we should get in this episode because it, it's fucking great. And listen, I'm not just saying this. People are gonna go, "Oh, Zach directed this, so he's gonna be biased." I didn't write the fucking thing. I did do a decent job directing it, but this episode I found to be one of the best in a long time. 
I laughed my ass off. It's emotional. It is very well directed, let's be honest. <laughs> and um and and everybody brought their A game. It's beautifully shot. It's it's great, don't you think? Absolutely. I was gonna ask you let's get into the show, but I have, All right, I have a bunch of why questions. Why don't you count us in? Why don't you count us in? Five, six, Here's seven, eight stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said he's a story. So look, I have a yeah. bunch of questions. One, did, Inwood, did Inwood DP this? Yes, he did DP this. Yes, I don't think I, I don't think there's an, there's very few episodes John didn't shoot. Um, well, there are episodes where he or days that he didn't shoot. Yeah, yeah, and and, deep, and, 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 Andy, and Andy, the, the would gaffer, come in. would step up, and, or, and and Andy and Richard would sort of uh, Richard was the a camera operator. They would sort of share duties. Um, and they um, had different. They had di- they both had different versions of. Well, they both had different versions of what the hospital looked like, too. So Andy's had a very warmer. Out of, that's why I was asking, because I remember Andy had a very warmer tone. Yeah. Uh, very, I had a, sorry. had Andy had a more warm tone to his yeah. DPing. And uh, uh, I don't remember Richard's, but like John's was so cold. John was more like the pilot than anything. Right. And Andy added warmth. To well, it. this episode had warmth around a Loma, which I noticed the style. And I don't know if this is something John and, and I Sarah, talked about. And Sarah and all of these people. Like, there yeah, were I don't know. Where- this may have been something that John and I discussed. I don't know. But it does look a little bit different. Um, I think if you look at this, the shots from the top around Aloma, they're warmer. It's almost like it's almost giving her we're setting this you up. angelic glow. To set you up, I'm giving myself goosebumps, but in giving you this angelic glow to set you up for the ending, um, I thought Aloma Wright did a fantastic acting Amazing. job in this episode. Amazing. You know, she's usually just the one-liner um, comedic relief, but um, this episode was a chance for her to really show the audience that she uh, is a great actress. Yeah, you know, she's Aloma's been in a lot of other things other than Scrubs. A lot of people know her best from Scrubs, but... She's I've I've I was in a movie called Trippin' with her. She's been doing this for a bit, and uh, yes, you you don't survive in this in this industry just being an okay actor. You have I was to just have happy. the chops. You know, yeah, what I mean? you're right. I'm, I'm, I was very happy as you were to see to let her to to. I'm happy that Bill gave her the opportunity. Yeah. to show said chops too. Yeah. Um. Kelso, let's just go to the top. Uh, dogs are. Uh, uh, Elliot has the idea of bringing a dog in, the patient's dog in, to cheer her up. She's terminally right. ill, and everybody loves dogs. I love my dog more than anything, and um, and so I get it. And so Sarah's on a mission to get that bulldog in there, and she conspires oh, yeah. with the janitor to sneak the dog in. So there's things that that in this storyline that are great. The Kelso not talking to Elliot thing tracks. Yeah. It's tracked since she's become private practice, and they've kept it through the whole series to this point, right? Yeah, and we eventually learn, you know, why when Judy later tells her, like, you know, think you're not, you're, you're, you have a blind spot. Right. You're not, which is always great when you're friends and you have a friendship with someone and they can tell you a blind spot you're not seeing. And so Judy says, like, 
you know, he trained you. He's he, this hospital spent all this money and time and effort making you the doctor you are. And then you just leave for private practice. Like, how do you think that makes him feel? And so Elliot at the end of the episode has an epiphany about all that. Yeah. All of it. Tra- and, and because Bill and the writers, they really set this up great. You know what I mean? This episode has so, so much at the end to cry about, you know, uh, mm. the fact that nurse Roberts is now in a coma. Elliot and Kelso have mended their relationship. And, you know, uh, Elliot has a different perspective of him, not only him, but also the hospital. She's definitely more appreciative because of what Carla told her. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and so, like, yeah, this is, you, you're absolutely right. It's well-directed, but it's also really well-written. And it's it like, is. all we of the shit give... that we talked, uh, we will get into all of the shit that we talked about the season in the beginning and how it wasn't really that good. It, it's completely grown on me. I know it's grown on you as well. Uh, uh, yeah, and I just gotta say uh, again, I, 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 I laughed out loud so many times in this episode, mm-hmm. and then they dropped the fucking heartbreak at the end in the classic Bill Lawrence style. We should mention it's written by Janae Bakken, but we always say uh, it's also a team of writers in a writers' room, and of course the the mad genius himself, Bill Lawrence. But. Um, it's just I, I I just kept laughing. First of all, breasts are a very big theme in this episode. Um, it could have been called my breasts. Um, well, it could have been called <laughs> it could have been called the beautiful ladies of uh, Sacred Heart. Also, everybody is like glammed up. That's I know. the thing about your episodes, man. All the girls are always glammed no, up. No, yeah, I didn't write baby. it, man. I didn't write it, baby. I just, <laughs> I just shot him. All right, listen. Let's go back to the top. Uh, Leonard tries to help um, uh, Elliot when she falls, <laughs> and he goes, "My bad." Uh, that's well, uh, Randall Winston, rips, our producer. He rips her shirt off because he, he's used hook. to have. Well, he's used to having a hand, so. And it's his yeah. right hand, so he goes yeah. to grab her with his dominant hand, yeah. and it's no longer there. It's a hook. Yeah, and, and that the hook pulls her top off. <laughs> that was so shameless, like Elliot just in a bra in front of the uh, class, and then you reveal that every single person has their phone out trying to film her. Guys, put the phones down. Yeah. Then we have the classic Scrubs hot girl entrance as Turk and Carla have gotten a nanny named Heather. Turk brings the nanny cam video to work to yes. show everyone because he cannot believe how attractive she is. No, she can't. Right. Yes. And yes. and the, and he funny, tells the, the funniest story is, that, oh, my God. He tells the Todd. <laughs> <laughs> this brings and back so much. This, oh this episode brings back so much from like season one or two. It brings back so much. Well, first he of all, he tells the Wait, wait. First of all, he puts on the tape, and and uh, no, he and, says, "I have a Ted, tape." Ted's no, wait, hold up, go back. He says, "I have a tape," and he goes, "Let me assemble everybody." <laughs> Todd goes on the roof and blows into a horn. A booby, it's like a booby shofar. <laughs> right, it's not a didgeridoo, so there's no. <laughs> but no, it's it's a he, booby horn. Yeah, and he says. Boobies. No, boobies. <laughs> right. Remember that old, those old Ricola co- commercials? Ricola. Yeah. I think it was a takeoff on that because they would cut to those dudes. I think that horn is, I mean, just from the Ricola commercials, 
something. But anyway, booby. <laughs> and all the men in the hospital and hear this the calls, call. And this calls all the men from the hospital to know that there were there's I mean, this is actually 2022, so inappropriate. It's a not it's not much different than than Revenge of the Nerds when they hid the cameras in the sorority house. Right. But all of the men are rushing to see the boobies. Yeah, right. They not only do they rush in a split second. They've all appeared. Kelso goes, gotta go, booby horn. He's telling someone they're gonna die. They're like, I'm sorry, we did the best we could. Gotta go, booby horn, booby horn. <laughs> and then Doug drops a corpse. Doug is moving a corpse in a body bag and he drops it. And then before we get into watching the tape, Ted says that his mom put a nanny cam in his bathroom <laughs> because she said, my baths were too long. Now, we're watching the boobies. So everyone assembles. We're watching the boobies. And then I laughed out loud when Todd says, leans over to me, goes, can you make her eat a banana? <laughs> and I go, it's not interactive, Todd. <laughs> so good. That was one of the funniest lines in the episode. Can you make her eat a banana? Um, and then well, Judy comes in. And this was funny too. Mm -hmm. Judy comes in and and <laughs> and and then I that voiceover says, uh, "We the, we all go. Oh, we, we quickly turn it off. It was football. It's football." And she goes, "Isn't the season over?" And I I got this off Scrubs Wiki. The the JD says, and then every male in the room felt totally in sync, resulting in the rarest of all phenomenon: the seamless collaborative guy lie. <laughs> Keith says, "The American season is over. We were watching Mexican football." <laughs> Doug says, they started late this year. Todd says, because of the churro vendors. <laughs> Ted says, they went on strike and the players wouldn't cross the picket line. Mm. And then JD says, when the dispute turned violent, they called in Rodrigo Vasquez, the owner of the Baja Panditos, to step in. And then Dr. Kelso says, thanks to Senor Vasquez's experience dealing with the Fruit Pickers Union, he was able to broker a last-minute deal and the season was salvaged. And then Turk says... And that's why we're watching football in spring. Right. So funny. So funny. And very cleverly directed by the director. Um, uh, <laughs> whip panning between everybody. I think it's a wonder because uh, it just whip pans between everyone. It moves all around. It's pretty funny. And then she says she doesn't care. And then she then she's, then Turk, like an asshead, sits on the remote. And it keeps playing. And she, uh, and she sees that Turk has brought in the videotape of the nanny's breasts and shown everyone in the hospital. Um, I want to go back for a second uh, just to talk about, to set up the, the other storyline, which is Cox and uh, Johnny and, and Krista. Krista, uh, sorry, Jordan. Jordan uh, has a very funny monologue about all the funny things she wants him to do, including going to the video store. Remember the video store? Uh, mm -hmm. Pour some out. Um, and she, like, she says she wants to, him to get... Anything with Vigo Somethingson. Vigo Mortensen? No, she says, yeah, but she says Somethingson. Right. Because he's hot and <laughs> she wants something, anything with him in it. Right, Joelle? Lord of the Rings? Joelle, what's your, what's your go-to Vigo? Could be a Vigo? June Promises. Oh, yeah, you said, you said that in like your notes. I feel like Jordan would like that. Oh, he's naked in it's that. It's all dark. She, he is naked. It's very dark. There's a lot of guys fighting. I just feel like it's Jordan. There's a size. whole naked fight scene in that, isn't mm -hmm. it? Sure is. Um, Eastern Promises, uh, Jordan. Let's go back in time and tell her. Well, actually, it probably wasn't out. Sorry, that's this makes this 
this makes no sense. But anyway, <laughs> when she said year. go to the video store, um, I thought that was funny. Um, so Laverne and Johnny obviously have this thing about everything happening for a reason. Laverne, Can I just say one thing before we move on? Yeah, go ahead. Holy cow. Krista Miller, pregnant. Beautiful. Wow. She's so pretty, yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious, man. And and There's she something... was hilarious with that monologue. She mm -hmm. had a great uh, – she did this whole run on all the things she wanted uh, Cox to do for her, and she was very funny. Yeah, and and then there was one who was like – I think his punchline was like, well, when would I have time to kill myself? <laughs> and her good. response is, well, that's not my problem. That's not my problem. <laughs> Um, great, great scene. That scene, I I remember when the scene was over. I was like, "Wow, the two of them! Wow, that was a great yeah. moment." They had a great chemistry. They really well did. directed. Zach Braff. Thank you. Um, I I thought it was uh, I thought it was good. I'm, I'm I'm proud of this episode. You know, Bill would often give me the showy uh, episodes because I liked having showy episodes, like whether it's you know the Wizard of Oz or or the Princess Bride or whichever one or the you know those kind of big ones. And this one is relatively contained. Um, but I'm, but I'm really proud of it. I, 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 I thought I did a nice job, and I think I can say that. Well, too. I so wanted I'm to giving... talk to you about that. You know, there were a lot of things that were different about this episode. We talked about the lighting and everything. But to tell a story, certain things have to, I guess, be told uh, through silhouette. And I don't know if you do this as a director. But there are a lot of moments, like even the last shot of the show. That's the, that's the, I'm so proud of that shot. Right. But if, cause you could take everybody's face away, you could take all the colors away, and you could literally silhouette everyone. Mm. And you could still tell the story of what's yeah. going, something powerful is going on. By the way, you just gave me goosebumps. And, and what was cool was like the idea was all our main characters. Not not the janitor, but all the, all our main doctors are are in the shot digesting this, but it's clearly Johnny front and center because of this whole debate they've been having, and it's just a beautiful shot. Like it was, mm -hmm. it, it was that final frame of the show was beautiful. But that's what I'm saying. That's important. You know what I mean? A lot of people think directing is well, he can handle, or she can handle, or they can handle actors it's way more than that it's oh, telling yeah. a story well it's and my two favorite things combined it's um it's photography um with telling a great story by the way in, in the spirit of that i'm glad i'm just i digress for a moment i'm reading this amazing book it's the biography of mike nichols um i recommend it to everybody it's written by mark harris you can find it wherever you buy books um uh, it's a page turner if you love movies and you love theater and you love the art form mike nichols has had an extraordinary career and there's just so many incredible stories in it and it's just a page turner i was just reading yesterday how the graduate uh which he directed which is his second film had horrible reviews the mm. critics not all but like the biggest critics trashed it <laughs> trashed it that's one of the that's such and, an and, innovative and, and, movie man. dude at the time <laughs> at the time donald it became the third highest grossing movie of all time. And Carrie Brothers told me yesterday that they ran it 24-7 because they realized that that because young people so took to it that they would go it they would go it to in the morning. And so they were running Dude. this movie 24 hours a day because that's how much it hit 
uh, in the right spot with the culture and with young people. Mm. And I just want to say to anyone who creates anything, to a small tirade for you, anyone who puts themselves out there in any way, creatively or a business or whatever, these fucking haters th that, that come after you. This guy, not only did the biggest critics say this is trash at the time, you can go look it up. I mean, it's in the book. You'll, you'll see it if you read the book or, or you can Google it. But they... But his friends were even like, no one wanted Dustin Hoffman except him. He just knew Dustin Hoffman was it. And people were, he was showing, he was screening the movie for his friends and they would be like, oh man, it's a shame about the kid. But otherwise it's, it's really, really good, man. And, uh. and, and these were like his close posse members. And then the movie comes out and is, you know, one of the, considered one of the greatest films of all time. Um, so I just think it's, a, it's an inspiration for anyone who goes out there and, and deals with naysayers about their work, um, whether it's creative in our example, or, or like I said, it's business or, or anything that you put yourself out there to do, there's always going to be naysayers. And then there's these wonderful stories like, like Mike Nichols directing the graduate and, and, um, his career is filled with that of, of moments of people being like, absolutely not. Are you out of your mind? That's going to ruin the movie. And then he goes out on a limb and it becomes, you know, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a great lesson in trusting your gut instinct. And yeah. knowing the story that you want to tell, uh, sometimes you fail and sometimes you succeed. It's really about the journey. And some, you know, it's the greats that trust their instinct and and you know and can move past the failures. And when the success happens, it's amazing. Same thing happened with George Lucas. He had a minor success with the, uh, that uh, American Graffiti. Yeah. And then he showed Star Wars to his buddies. All of his friends told him that movie was trash. His yeah. mentor told him the movie was trash, and yeah. then it goes on to it goes on to, you know, uh, revolutionize uh, filmmaking and stuff. Same thing with the Graduate, man. Like, well, dude, really, yeah, the so soundtrack soundtrack alone from that movie. You know what I mean? The studio was livid that he wanted to use all Paul. I mean, not all, but predominantly Paul Simon songs. They were livid. They were like, what? Those songs are popular. This isn't a commercial. Um, and one of the critics, one of the one of the biggest critics, I forgot who it was, but one of the biggest biggest critics at the time called it a commercial, yeah, because of his innovative use of music. Um, it's just it was just it's just fascinating. And you know, I always say there's so many examples of this. You know, the most current one in our life is that Apple's the only company that bid on Ted Lasso. Really? Apple is the only company that wanted wow. Lasso. That's crazy. And look at that. And look at that. Bill went around town with Jason and they were dumbfounded and wow. Apple's the only one that took a, took a risk on them. But that's what it is, man. Anyway. So hopefully that's motivation for someone out there. Um, should we take a break? We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days, even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep Mattress. 
And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's that's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RealFriends. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. And we're back. Wu Tang forever. Hey, listen. When I send you these Star Wars things, do you even look at them? Because I text that Donald- shit was so boring, man. That's the most boring I've ever seen my Star okay. Wars heroes in my life. I was like, wow, what why was- are they? Well, one, talking- somebody somebody recut Star Wars to be about Obi Wan. I thought you no, liked no, that. I, I didn't look at that one. Oh well, why I'm don't talking you click about on the sh- whenever I'm talking I say, about the like interview. A good friend, like I'm a talking good about that because some of the shit I've seen already. I'm talking about the interview that they did with <laughs> Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, and Mark oh. Hamill. Oh, this is what I don't understand. It was it was a boring interview, is what you're saying? Yeah, man. But and they and they're sitting on like even the the dude who's interviewing. I forget who it is. He's so excited about it. He's like, dude, I've got to tell you guys, this movie is going to change everything. This is amazing. And these guys are all like, yeah. And when I made the movie, it was. And I hate when that happens. When you're excited, especially when the interviewer is excited about something and they're talking about how, like, you're watching all these people go out and do this stuff for Maverick right now. Apparently, this movie is really. Maverick's getting insane reviews. People are loving it, right? 
it's really cool to see that the actors are just as excited for, you know, you to see it as the, you know, as the audience is to see it. It I hate it when the actor comes out too cool for school because they got a fucking persona to, you know what I mean? You think that's what they were? I didn't watch it. I just sent it to you. Daniel, I send him, um, and sometimes Joel, mm-hmm. anything Star Wars related because mm-hmm. of their passion. Of course. And I have no sense. There's no, like, not even from Donald, a thumbs up or a, ooh, that was a good one. Or I've seen this before. Any if, if anything, it's seen it before. Mm. I like it when you get Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford enthusiastic okay. about well, Star I, Wars. I can't fucking change. I don't their like faces. it when I don't like it when they're bored. Of, when you know, okay. maybe they're in shock. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but they just seem they were probably so... nervous because they right. This is like their first. It. Their big. There's yeah, like the well, big you know, interviews, right? You know, Harrison Ford was a. I don't know what level his career was at the time. I, I don't. Do you know? He was a carpenter. Star Wars. I know he was a carpenter, but before no, Star was, Wars, had he worked? Yeah, you just he did George an, Lucas's did American, uh, American Graffiti. Graffiti. Oh, okay. Dude, he's reading with all of these actors for Star Wars. He's freaking mm-hmm. in the dude. He's building a room in the casting office. He's helping build the room. Really? Casting. Yeah, man. That's and that's hilarious. how he gets to read with uh, George. Is like, why don't you read? With, oh, I need you to amazing. read with these people. Well, I'm gonna are you not gonna come... to read in the movie. Why don't you read with these actors? When I direct him, are you going to come visit? It's coming up. Man. If I get you a special COVID, uh, you and pass, Bill like throwing shit in my face, man. You I just want to know if you want to come visit it. the set. You and Bill are like dang. You like you guys are like you dangle the carrot in front of me. We got <laughs> such we gotta, a lovely invitation. Take it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to watch him direct my idol. Get the fuck out of here, man! I want to be in scenes with the motherfucker. I think that's a no. Um, okay, so in the spirit of the whole debate about things happening for a reason, Cox spills coffee. I take a big fall. Who? <laughs> and uh, Nurse Noel steps on me. <laughs> she really doesn't care. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine this? I go, no. thanks, Noel. She just walks on me. Not yeah. very nice of Noel. That was um, a great uh, pratfall by thank Sarah you. also. Oh, oh, I thought you were telling me. Oh, I did too. a good one. You did yeah. a good one. We, we, both, <laughs> we both had some good falls. Um, <laughs> the, see, that could be two things. It could be falling and it could be the other thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, in my case, it was the classic JD fall noise. <laughs> In my case, uh, it was. In your classic. case, it's making six children. Yes. Um, <laughs> then we get to a very sad moment where a child has been stabbed in a robbery, and Johnny C says to Laverne, Oh, really? What's the reason that this horrible thing could have happened? And her faith is not shattered. She says, There'll be some reason, just, just you wait, in so many words. Jordan expresses love and genuine appreciation for for cox uh for the first time in in six seasons really right right um, but this all tracks this all right. tracks um she, she really it's, it it really is it really is great writing uh to connect the problems that they're having with the problems that they were having with their child to them being able to make it through however many episodes this is 
you know, and just when you forget about it, Nurse Roberts reminds you, and mm. and it it makes it so that her admission to that Jordan's admission to Cox is even more. Uh, it's it's a very vulnerable moment for yeah. the both of them, and it's a very loving moment, and you know, and and it's it's not followed with it's not necessarily followed with uh, the joke is oh how embarrassing it is for you but then her response is yeah and i wouldn't i think it's something like i wouldn't i'm okay change with it. i'm okay, I'm okay, with, okay it with it or something, like, something that. like that yeah and that's that's great moments especially in the evolution of these two yeah characters. especially because we never see jordan vulnerable at all mm-hmm. like she does not let her guard down very rarely and uh and this was so sweet. She was ah. so she was so loving, and and she knows how hard he's been um, working for her and and taking care of her. And she finally gives him some appreciation. Such it, well, it is a very well directed dude. I love you, man. It is a well directed episode. Thank you, man. Thank you. The janitor really hates it when people call it a jumpsuit. Um, it's <laughs> and and I think this came from Neil. Actually, I think Neil would always be like, it's it's. It's shirt and pants. Why would I? Why would I wear a belt with a jumpsuit? And so I think that's why it ended up in the script, because Neil would genuinely, when anyone called it a jumpsuit, be like, "It's it's not a jumpsuit. It's a shirt and pants." <laughs> um. So um. I laughed at yeah. What's all up in there? I know we're going back, but I laughed at when uh, who is it? Elliot that says, "What's all up your ass?" And and then Cox, to Cox, she says that, and Cox walks up to Nurse Roberts, and she goes, "Yeah, what's all up in there? What's yeah. all up in there? Yeah, what anyway. is all up in there? Yeah. Um, what about JD's first attempt to hit on the hot nanny? Does a spoonful of sugar really yeah. make the medicine go down? Okay. Did you notice me try to find a camera behind you when you said that? No. Why you slid out? I slide to the I slide to the other side of the. Well, camera. since I was directing and couldn't see the monitor, I appreciate that. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> now then, I go into a very elaborate, which was funny. Um, I can say it's funny because I didn't write it, but it was very funnily written uh, about my seven to nine week plan for <laughs> seducing her. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh my God, this is one of the funniest fucking things of the season. Is your POV of Elliot? Um, because whenever I've slept, first of all, this doesn't track at all because you've, we've established you've slept with women that I've slept with right. in the show, but your POV of Elliot, because <laughs> that's how you claim you see anyone that I've slept with. That was hilarious. Who's that internet guy that talks like this kind of, uh, white guy talks like this. What's his name? I don't know. That's your impression of, of every white person. No, not all of them, but he, uh, he whines a lot. Uh, long hair, I forget his name. He's the one that does all of the like Takashi Six Nine uh, voiceovers. Blake Weber looks exactly like the guy that oh. plays what Turk sees. Oh, I don't really know who it's that Blake Sarah. Weber is, but oh, he's I'll, funny I'll check guy. it out. He's funny. He's funny um, guy. Okay, but anyway, the fact that the lip sync was perfect, the guy, the actor who played him was very funny, and he like flipped his hair at the end. Um. What about then? Cox brings in uh, Lloyd in a sweater. 
to try and fool Laverne. <laughs> this is the father of the young lady. Can you tell him, explain to him why, why this happened for a reason? And, no. Laverne, and Laverne goes, that's the delivery guy in a sweater. And he goes, my name's Lloyd. <laughs> it's, a, it, it's a psych out, too, because if you watch the show and you see that you're like, wait, hold up. They cast the guy that played that's Lloyd. That's what I thought, to too. Play, right. I was like, I thought, wait a minute. I directed this. I'm not going to, I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to have Mike Schwartz play the dad. <laughs> but <laughs> she goes, that's the delivery guy in his sweater. My name's Lloyd. <laughs> A homeless guy threw poo in my eye. <laughs> Check the poo. Mine or his. First him, then you. Look, we could make a clip show of just Lloyd moments. Him we really got to have him on. Yeah, that'd be great. So there are a lot of wolf references in this. Oh my God, this episode. was the other biggest laugh, Donald. Elliot was once mounted by a wolf. <laughs> no, wait, you're going too fast. Hold on, no, 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 hold on. And then Joe Magno, how do you say his last name? Joe Mon. how do you say his name? He's now famous, super famous. Manginello. Joe Manginello. This was Joe like Manginello before he got famous. Before he played the werewolf on True Blood is in this episode as well. So there's a lot of wolf. By the way, that fantasy of me trying, uh, first of all, we got to go, we got to go through that real quick. Okay. okay? So uh, real quick, we learned that the, really learned that the reason in, in Laverne's mind is that the, while getting a CAT scan or an MRI, I don't know which it is. I'm sorry. MRI, I think. Um, I think it's MRI. Or maybe a CAT scan. I'm not sure. Sorry. We're fake doctors, guys. You real doctors are yelling at us. Uh, we don't know which machine it is. They, they, say they find a tumor the size of a golf ball right where the knife went in, and they never would have found that had that not happened. So Laverne is like, see, that's why that happened. Um, now, J.D.'s fantasy, or I should say lie to Turk, to try and help him not be attracted uh, to the nanny, is one of the funniest fucking things ever. Uh, I said, he, he just gets carried away because he, he had him. <laughs> he had him. I'm just trying to help you. Right? Yeah, Adam. I know it's going to take me seven to nine weeks to have the the, the balls to ask her out. So, because she's so pretty. So I I say so I make up a very elaborate lie, but it's sort of like JD's fantasy of what would have dreamed happened. What he wishes would have happened. Yeah. So yeah. the date's over, and he goes, "I knew you needed me, so I went for it, Italian style." Because she, <laughs> she, and you knock her hand away. Yeah, because she puts her hand out for a shake, and I slap it away, and then we start kissing, and then there's three football players. Who arrive? Joe being one of them before he was famous, and he says, uh, "Oh, the, it's the three guys football players used to beat me up in high school. What are you? What are you guys doing?" And Joe goes, "Oh, we're all gay together," and they all <laughs> and they all hold up their wedding rings. They're in a thruple. They're in a married thruple. That was, this, what is it? A it's a poly. They're in a poly relationship. A polyamorous. Is that what you call it, Joelle? Yeah, they're, in a, they're, in a, they're in a poly, but they're married somehow. Or maybe they're just maybe they're just rings because I don't know if you can legally get poly married. Maybe somewhere. In some states. You can? And I don't know if you can get gay polymarried in yeah. Utah. In Utah. <laughs> can, yeah. you really get, can you really get heterosexual polymarried in Utah? It's man, one man with many wives. Yeah. That's know, where the Mormons are, right? I know the no, Mormons okay. are there. I just don't know if it's legal or not. I'm curious. Yeah. All right. Anyway. I'm sure it's legal. I, yeah, then the, they definitely don't want the gay version. I'm assuming. <laughs> right, right, right. It's then right. another pretty woman, then another pretty woman arrives and I go, oh, so-and-so, you're the one who turned me down for homecoming and prom, even though I didn't ask you to either. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, well, can I have sex with you both? 
and I, and then and then Heather goes, as long as we make it all about JD. And, and then know that and, ain't what happens. And then she comes in and we all start making out. And then Joe goes, enough of this. Let's go bang. Yeah, with the three guys. <laughs> and then the guy slaps his ass. Yeah. And then we come out of the fantasy and the infamous Dave Chappelle. Come on, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to admit to Turk that it's a lie and uh, that we went line dancing and I cut her with one of my spurs. <laughs> you wore, you wore, you wore, JD wore spurs to go line dancing just so he could hear ting, 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 ting. But more importantly, he's so bad at it. He's so bad at line dancing and he's wearing spurs. He managed to injure poor Heather with the spurs. Was so ex- you know, JD was so excited to wear the Spurs too. I'm going line dancing tonight. Got to wear Spurs. Probably wore Spurs over sneakers. Didn't wear them over. Just- oh my god! I w- I wish they had cut then. And there's no time for it. But then you you should have cut to her yeah. her being injured from the Spurs. Right. All right. So Judy has no time for this bullshit. Heather is fired. Elliot finally thanks Kelso uh, and, and and really in, heart, in a heartfelt way uh, gives him um, appreciation. For Give all the knowledge, flowers. and gives him um, the dog too. Yeah, Tankers because, was that Tankers? I don't know if was it was that Danny Rose's. I tankers? don't know because that was a pretty well trained dog. I don't know if Tankers, tankers was really well trained. Oh really? Oh my gosh! Yeah, you don't remember Tankers, dude? I remember Tankers, and I think it was Danny Rose's dog, right? Yes, but I don't remember if he was that well as well trained as this dog needed to be. Uh I don't know because this dog was great. Anyway. Um, Elliot has the idea, hey, you've lost Baxter. This 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 dog's owner has just passed. Maybe you she, – she, she should probably check with the family first. But anyway, she gives the dog to Kelso. <laughs> um, okay, so just as you mentioned, I laughed out loud when Sarah says the main reason that she stopped camping was Blair Witch Project. And Sarah's timing on this is yeah. just chef's kiss. <laughs> she kind of gets lost and she goes – that and the time a wolf mounted me. <laughs> she is so fucking funny. Dude, she's amazing. Her timing man. is she's amazing. Don't dude. don't she you ever so don't you amazing. ever not say that uh, Sarah Chalk isn't fucking hilarious, dude. It's there's there are listen. Yeah, you cannot say that. You cannot say that. And then um, I can't, I got to play 30 seconds since uh, I'm allowed to of this beautiful Brett Denon song that ends the episode. There ain't no re- Do you remember how you got that song? I know Brett Denon. That's how I got the song. No, this mean? is what happened. We all we both know Brett Denon. And you were looking for a song at the end of the show. Go ahead. And I said to you. Oh, you're going to take credit for this. I definitely am taking credit for this because I was the one that said you should play this shit. All right. And you so said. I'll give it to you. This okay. is Donald's idea. And you were like, that's a fucking good idea. This, you were like, that's a fucking good idea. We'll talk about it. That's a well, fucking good idea, to... Donald. And I was like, yeah, I know it's a good idea. ZB. Well, just... And you were like, yo, you know what? I'm going to put Brett Dennings. There, there ain't no, no reason. reason. Don't talk way. over Brett. Well, we got to talk over him. We only have 10 more seconds. I can't explain if we talk about it. this way. We do it every day. Breezes on the podium speaking the saints. Pro- oh, I wish I could play that whole thing. But that's 30 seconds of Ain't No Reason by mm. Brett Denon, a fucking amazing song. And an Red amazing artist, by the way. He just put out new <clears throat> he just put out new music. And uh You ever hear him in you ever D- hear him in Raiden Do Simon and Garfunkel? No. 
It's pretty good. They do he's so good talented, thing. and he's a you know he he you go see him if he ever comes to your city or town. Uh, Brett Denon, D E N N E N. All right. Uh, okay, we got to get to the caller. But hold up, we... last thing before yeah. speaking of Simon. She's and a racist thief, Heather. We learn. We learn that she's a racist thief. Last thing about Simon and Garfunkel since we talked just since I said it. I had no idea that they wrote like a bridge. Well, Paul Simon wrote Trump. that. I had no clue. I had no clue. The yeah. fire. Paul I knew Simon, that. Paul like Simon. my kids, like Dad, could you play Hello Darkness? Like Rocco loves that shit. That shit's weird to me. And then we end with Laverne and a coma, which is a dot 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 to be continued, and uh, that really cool last shot we mentioned. All right, we're taking a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval terms apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, 
Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovis.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. And we're back! Wu-Tang forever. Okay, let's bring in a caller, Joel. We got a caller. Gave us a holler. Talk Star Wars or sing show tunes, you know, like a baller. Smoke some jazz cabbage. Maybe talk about the episode. So come on, Joel, let's get the show on the road. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Lindsay Farmer. Lindsay Farmer, thunderous applause. <laughs> Lindsay, uh, I hope you're not. You are pop. All right, calm down. You are parked, right, Lindsay? Because it does look like you're in the driver's seat of your car. We don't want you to get hurt. Yes, I am parked. I wanted to make sure that I would be able to hear you guys. And so I figured I would pull over and go ahead and be able to do this today. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. We love um, having people come on, especially people who are sane. You seem so far so sane. (laughs) Well, Well, I'm not driving. This is my second time. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I knew the name sounded familiar. I was like, I, I didn't remember you. Tell farmer. me why, Joe. Tell me why. Remind us because we do talk to a lot of people. Why uh, you so, were on the show? I know why. Why? Am I correct in saying that your brother adopted two children, black kids, uh, and he was on the show asked with his wife asking about. I was on with him. It was no. So this was my brother-in-law and I were on. He yeah. we did the picture live because they were going to be raising two kids from foster care. They were raising two kids in foster care who are very close to age. So they talked about twins. So I was on the episode with Shay Serrano. Right. That's what it was. But I knew it was I knew wow, it was that good memory, you, Donald. But she sends me updates on what's going on with her brother-in-law and the kids. Oh, and they, at the time, they were foster kids. Now they are both fully well, you're adopted. You're ruining her story, bro. Let her tell her fucking <laughs> story. I'm yeah. halfway, halfway there. Uh, All right, we, tell the story. Uh, What's been happening? Yeah, so they've been continuing to foster these kids. They started fostering them. They got them both in their home the same day in 2020, in August of 2020. And we were on April of 2021. Um, And so they've continued to grow into adorable toddlers and um on april 21st yeah april 21st of maya's adoption was finalized um and uh little jay's adoption should be finalized sometime later this year oh my god congratulations and 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 what and thunderous applause oh my god she's showing us a picture what beautiful children and how's it going um um how's it i mean obviously it's going well but i mean um uh (laughs) Are, are the kids adjusting well? Is it, you know, it's tell us yeah, more. This is, this is all that they've known, really. They both came into foster care pretty early in age. Um, but we also thought this was kind of a perfect month to talk about this because this is actually National Foster Care Month. 
Right. Don't um, you work in the foster care system in some way as well, okay. too? Yeah. yeah. God, for I, a stoner, I, you have a really good memory right now. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, the weed doesn't make me forget shit like that. Oh. It makes me forget. Please don't curse happen. in front of our guests. Sorry. <laughs> um, yes. Tell us about national. Uh, stop it. Tell us about um, um, foster care adoption month. Is that what, what is it called? Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's National Foster Care Month. And so this is a month, again, to just really raise awareness about foster care and the need. And there are on average 400,000 kids in foster care across the U.S. And so um, there's just a high need, especially in a lot of states right now. There's a really high need for people to foster teenagers. Um, I know in the state of Texas, a lot of people, there's kids that are sleeping in the offices right now. I know in the state of Georgia, um, there is a really high need. Kids are having to either go to group homes or even go to group homes that are significantly farther away than the county that they actually came into foster care in. So mm-hmm. we have a huge need for people to foster teenagers and they get a little bit of a bad rap, um, but they really just want people who are willing to work with them. And who is, are this, is this because the is this because um, um, people are more willing or, or interested in, in uh, fostering babies or small children? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it's all, now, yeah, but it's also tougher to, you know, people look at it as it's tougher to adopt teenagers because they come with all of this baggage as well. Right. They've grown mm-hmm. up in a system that pretty much could also break them as well as, you know, it's not, you don't hear a lot of stories of kids coming up. Like, I was uplifted by a mm-hmm. being, a, you know what I mean? And so... But you can also I change someone's life. Hear, yeah, I can, that's yeah. what I was about to say. Lindsay, I completely hear where you're coming from because you could really change somebody's life. Now, Lindsay, uh, I'm sure people who are considering it, especially a teenager, they might go, mm-hmm. okay, but what if it's a debacle? What if it's just a bad fit? What if it's you know, we're oil and water? Uh, I, I would feel horrible you know, re- returning the child. I mean, explain to people who who, who are listening who might – be open to the idea, but worried about, you know, sometimes it's just not a good fit. Like what happens then? Yeah. And that's one of those things where, again, we try to put supports in as much as we can. And we try to give foster parents as much information ahead of time about this child. Um, Sometimes there are those options of trying to do some transitional visits, especially if people are interested in adopting teens. We absolutely, it is a big matching process. And so I have a couple different families that I've helped kind of do that matching process that um, we had one that uh, we, the um, adoptions case manager and I were both able to look, I was able to look at the family that I was working with that was interested in adopting. And she was able to look at some of her children who were in need of placement. And we kind of talked about their personalities. And we were able to match a kid and a family that it was the best thing ever when he told his case manager, oh my gosh, this is my family. They're the same type of weird as me. I think that's great. So you're, so, so for, for, for those of us who don't know much about this, you're not just dropping a a teenager off at someone's house. You're they're they're there's, they're testing the waters. Maybe they go bowling together or they go to the movies together, that kind of thing. Or or... if you're fostering, it can be a little bit more of dropping off at the house and you kind of just kind of roll with it. Um, If you are interested in specifically adopting a teen who is already legally free for adoption and just needs a home, which there are a huge amount of those in every state. Um, there's websites called there's America's kids belong. Um, and then each state has the one of theirs. So like I live in Georgia and it's Georgia's kids belong. And you can go on those websites and look and see what kids are available for adoption okay. and what's a family is approved for that. They can inquire about, um, 
different kids and um, our agencies will then look and say, okay, this family said that they're open to this type of background and this type of needs. And you want, oh, okay, this kid, yeah, this kid has this need and this need, but that family is open to it. And then we kind of look too, and like our families have adoption flyers. So that explains all about who those families are. And then uh, their case managers, the kids' case managers can look and say, oh yeah, my kid is really interested in this. And my kid, and I've had ones too, where I've had families where it's like, oh, they're a single family without any kids. And you know, actually, this kid would probably really benefit from that because he needs more of that one-on-one attention. Or I've right. had families too, where they're like, we actually, they could really benefit from having additional siblings. They've already been around a bunch of kids. They would love to be around more. I've had ones where it's the kids too. Like they maybe really love video games and that's what the parents love or they love hiking and that's what the parents love doing. So trying to find some of those matching. Yeah. Um, and then too, when it's an adopt, it's a potential adoption. There are those, we call them transitional visits. And so they can do visits where it's at first like a two hour meeting and then an extended one. And then they do a couple of visits where, the kid might go hang out at their house to be able to get to know them better overnight visits. So it is a transitional period that can be anywhere from uh, like 30 to 60 days to help everyone feel comfortable and to make sure that, yeah, this is a good fit and that this will work out well. Yeah, I think that's smart. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. And let me tell you, We've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, 
Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovis.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now, do you know, um, can you tell anyone uh, who's interested and curious, like a really good website to go to where they where they can get more information? Yeah, yeah. So again, uh, depending on your state, just Google if it's like, again, if you're Georgia, Georgia kids belong. If you're a California, I'm sure there's a California kids belong um, or America's kids belong. Um, just Google that. You'll find the main website. Um, and then I highly recommend to you, there, the thing I love about social media is that there really are a ton of families out there on social media who are doing this. Um, one of my favorite people to follow, it's She's at Family and Coffee. And what I love about hearing from her experience is she was in foster care herself mm. um, when she grew up. Then she took guardianship of some of her siblings. Um, and she is currently, not only does she is she a child protective services worker in San Diego, but she also is fostering. She's fostering one teenager, has guardianship of another teenager, adopted another teenager, has a adopted a younger child that's i think three-ish now oh my god a biological wow. kid of her own wow. and is helping with one of the teenagers has a son of her own so they are also grandparents at the age of like 28 oh my goodness so there are a bunch of options that you can do yeah. that you can that you can be also you don't necessarily if adopting isn't necessarily the road you want to go or uh foster isn't necessarily mm -hmm. the road you want to go there are other things, there are other options out there to be a positive influence in someone's life. Absolutely. And there's a national, it's called National Angels, but a lot of different states have, states or cities have their own chapters of them. Atlanta recently got a chapter last year, Atlanta Angels. And what they're really great about is that they will partner um, volunteers with families that are fostering or adopting. And they kind of come in and are like monthly, they just love on the family. They bring them goodies. They check in with them. I've had 
Um, this program, I've had foster parents be able to go for a run on their own while someone comes in and hangs out with the kids. Um, with this program, too, they do the full background checks so that those families don't have to worry about it, but they get extra support system. And so that's a huge need in your areas if you want to be a support to foster families and adoptive families. Wow. And then uh, National Angels also does a mentorship program. So if you are interested in mentoring a foster youth, um, the I think it's 11 to 18 or even older for some of our kids who are still in care after 18. Um, that's a great way, again, too, that they and they are all about pairing up, too. They don't want to just stick you with a random team, but they want to see, hey, maybe you have the similarities as this common yeah. background as yeah. this teenager. That's so smart. Like, oh, you, this teen is obsessed with uh, video games. Oh, my God, that's mm -hmm. that's my husband's favorite video game. You know, like little just little things like that, like finding ways to, to match them up. I love that. Um Wow. You know, my sister was adopted, um, but she was adopted when she was a month old. Um, mm -hmm. So it was. Um, uh, I, I only mentioned it because it was my parents didn't have to face some of the some of the issues that people have to face when a child's been living on Earth and, and, and living a tough life uh, for a while. Not to say that uh, issues don't come up with uh, adopted children of, of, of any age, but. Um, but she turned out to be a pretty amazing uh, woman. And that's, I, I like that you brought that up too, Zach, because it is one of those things that sometimes it's easy for people to think like, oh, if I adopt an infant at birth or if I adopt a child that's really young, there's not going to be any trauma. And that's no. not, Identi that's identity not issues happen. Right. I, I, Lindsay, identity issues happen yep. no matter of what. Of course, of exactly. course, because my sister was, um, was Mexican American and mm. was brought into a suburban Jewish uh, home and named Shoshana, and I think really had, like Donald said, identity issues um, as she went through school, yeah. and uh, also had learning disabilities, um, which mm -hmm. can which can be common. I know a lot about this because my parents are both uh, both my mother and stepfather are psychologists who, who yeah, specialize I love when your mom in adoption. Came on. It was really interesting to have her on. My stepfather and mother treated um, for years. They're both. Um, uh, semi-retired now, but treated for years, adopted children, adopted parents, birth mothers. Uh, this was an area of their uh, expertise and interest. So I do know a lot about it. And and I'm just so glad that, that uh, you're on here talking about it, because I think there's, you know, we have so many listeners all across the globe, and I'm sure there are people that are like intrigued, but they don't, you know, this might be the thing that makes them go, let's, let's, let's look into it. Let's, let's see, let's, you know, let's, let's go to that website. So yeah. I really appreciate you coming on and and, uh, and talking about it, especially since this has gone so, so well. The initial story uh, that you came to us with, um, it turns out it's, it looks like a beautiful, happy family. And they, too, we talked a lot about the idea that because they're so close in age, it, it's going to be a lot like twins. And it's been really fun to see. They very much so, they are best friends. They, you, uh, Donald had talked a lot about and Shay had talked about kind of like be prepared. They're going to gang up on y'all one day. And it's been really fun to just see how much best friends they are. My sister sent me a video to just like about an hour ago of the two of them playing peekaboo with each other and just cracking each other up. Or like my niece just switched over to um, the big girl bed. And my sister's like, the only problem is she will, they're still sharing a room and she will, if she wakes up early in the morning, she will go over and she'll wake up her brother and she'll bring him books and toys to play oh, with. Oh, that's so crib. sweet. Help him escape. Help him escape the crib. <laughs> <laughs> there was some viral video that was of, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a, 
of a toddler helping helping a baby or something like that escape the crib. It was very yeah. funny. <laughs> well, and they we recently got to do a trip to Disneyland too. I know how much Donald nice. loves Disneyland. Yes, very important. They are obsessed with the "It's a Small World" song. Oh, oh God, um, I don't like I don't like that ride. I skip that ride when I go there. Donald doesn't skip anything. Um, I, I that was the uh, first ride we had to go on when we went with my daughter. Well, with little kids, I understand. Yeah, you got to do it. But Donald to go on that shit as an adult with no kids with him. We well, and my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Donald doesn't skip a ride. Yes, my nephew's obsessed with cars too, so we had to go take him on Octopia, and that was my brother-in-law's one request from that day. He's such an easy, chill guy, but he was like, "I have to be the one that takes little Jay on the Octopia." Well, we have a really great photo of Jay started screaming, crying when they tried to get him on the ride, and then of course, as he's turning around and coming back from the ride. He's in such a happy mood. And then it was him screaming and crying when um, he asked my mom, he's like, more car, more car. And my mom was like, sorry, we're all done today. And so it was uh, more tears were done. Is there a way, um, Joelle, for us to, if she's willing to share um, that, that one of those pictures with our, with our viewers, where can we put it? If they're willing to share the photo, I mean, we could just put it on our personal social your, pages. Yeah, I was about to say you could post it in your stories or. On yeah, yeah. Put, uh, tag, tag me and Donald in that in that first <laughs> picture. Uh, uh, um, it's a beautiful thing. And then you guys, if you're curious, you can look at um, on Instagram on pictures we're tagged in. Um, Do you Lindsay, have any questions? Well, or... I think I think we've I think uh, we've asked her a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> we've gone so long today, but maybe you do. I don't know, Lindsay. Well, I did. I did take some prep, so I had a couple different ones, but I'll ask you guys. Let's just do one, one since we've gone so long yeah. today. Go ahead. Totally. Um, the one I wanted to ask you guys is: I've loved hearing all you guys talk about what you really brought, like what you took away from doing eight, nine years of Scrubs, and all the things you learned from it. The friendships, Zach, how you talked about—that was like your film school. What do you guys think that so far you've done the podcast now for two years? What do you hmm. guys think you're going to take away from the podcast? That's such well, a great question. Wow. I like that. I got to be honest with you. A lot of it is positive stuff and, and like uh, uh, reassurance. And um, I never thought I had a voice for radio. I'm pretty sure I got a voice for radio now. Oh, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you do, baby. Thank you, baby. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, and so I, uh, that that's one thing. The other thing that I'm going to, that I know I'm going to take away from this is, I'm not taking this for granted. I'm enjoying every moment of this. And even on the days when I do not want to do the podcast, and there are days where it's, it's we do it, we record on Thursdays where it's, you know, 11 o'clock and I'm like, I really want to do so many other things right now. And then we wind up doing the podcast and I have so much fun. I'm the same way. I would say, <laughs> the, I, I, mean? I would say the same way. Some days you're just like, Oh, I'm just not in the mood to do it today. And then I watch the episode and I smile. And then I get with these guys and I just, it's like, it's like therapy. You know how there's like laughing therapy where people mm -hmm. go literally sit in a circle and go, ha, 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 ha. It's like that. I know that guaranteed I'm going to hang up off this Zoom uh, happier and, and having laughed for an hour and a half. So I'm not going to take that for granted. I took scrubs for granted. I thought it, I thought that work, that type of work, or that level of work would be forever. And it's not necessarily forever. Wu-Tang forever. No, well, that's one thing that is forever. <laughs> we, we, we all know this. And also, we just, um, we, 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 you know, the idea was initially just me and him talking. And this idea of 
uh, the friendships we've made with Daniel and Joel and and how much they bring to the show. You honor me. And 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 just everything about it. It's 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 so fun. It's magical. It's it, it started during the pandemic. Um, we don't. We still haven't figured out what we're going to do after. We have all sorts of ideas. The latest is uh, a rewatched podcast of Different Strokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I have to tell you guys too. Really, it has. And I know you've heard this from a ton of people, but it really was a gift. I started listening to this almost right away. I, even though I had roommates, neither one of them was like isolating with me those first few weeks of the pandemic. My birthday was early in the pandemic when it started. And so like, this was something to look forward to like every week. And when you guys were doing it twice a week, it was like, if I had to do documentation or something that I didn't necessarily love doing a part of my job, I would be listening to that. It was like guarantee if I woke up on a Tuesday or Thursday morning and now waking up on a Tuesday morning, I know that I have that to look forward to. Uh, right you're very thank sweet. You. Thank you. And to, and, and, and to all of you listeners, thank you. We, we, we don't say it enough. Thank you all across the globe so much for, for tuning in. This is, it's We're a very gift. lucky to have you guys. We're very no lucky. Bullshit. We appreciate you. We, we, we honestly, I, we've said it before. We'll say it again. We never, never thought we thought we'd just be our moms and a few friends. Now mm. our moms don't listen, but, uh, not even our friends listen, but, no. uh, but, uh, Carrie brothers, I was with Carrie last night. <laughs> I was with Carrie last night and he was like, I was listening to this podcast and I was like, mine. He goes, no. And, um, <laughs> it's always, the, it's always the, you know, you assume that, your friends listen to it. You like so, like the other day on the podcast when I was talking, and yes. they're like, "I have no idea you yeah. have a podcast." Like they're members of my family that are like, "You have a podcast." Yeah. Well, anyway, to you out there who do listen, uh, thank you so much. This is so fun for us, um, and uh, we hope we bring you the the same level of smile that we we bring each other Last thing. every week. Sorry. Yes. Last Go ahead, thing. Donald. Go ahead. I'm only gonna say this this last time. Well, I'm gonna say it again probably because. I am sounding the battle cry. Fake doctors, real friends, listeners. Uh oh. My Instagram has not moved <laughs> in a oh really long time. I didn't know where this was going. We were doing we were some really meetings. good numbers, you guys. We were pushing numbers that I hadn't seen since the Clueless era. You know what I'm saying? There was no, there was no Instagram in the Clueless era. But we were pushing numbers like that, okay? Okay, so and follow, now, Donald, uh, follow, follow Donald. Follow Donald. We're not on, pushing on... those numbers again. As a matter of fact, I feel like we're receding. Like why do you my sound hairline. like? Why do you sound like Fred Sanford right now? Um, I do. Yeah, that's a compliment. Do, no, you're you doing much. like Wheezy. What did he say, Wheezy? Oh I'm, shit, I'm Wheezy. I'm coming. I sound like Red Fox. Yeah, Wheezy. You just I'm made coming. my day. I'm coming for you, not Wheezy. Wheezy. Sorry, I'm conflating two things. What did he say? Wheezy is, uh, is... No, sorry. What did Red Fox used to say when he was coming for his wife in heaven? Well, there's Aunt Esther. I'm coming for you, Edna. Ed, was that who it was? Edna, yeah. I'm coming, Edna. <laughs> I'm coming. That was the funniest show ever. <laughs> oh. Donald, I got to add one more thing, too. Oh. I, I love that this shirt behind you guys kind of reminds me of the Cher Horowitz shirt, which is crazy because I... Like this, like long one, then like the, the yellow that's, and the black. That's the actual dress from the movie, actually. Stop it. No, it's not. I know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to go, guys, guys. We've gone You long. guys are worse than Daniel. Yeah. We, got, we, we had her. You guys are worse than Daniel. We had her. Um, Same thing with the Leroy follow, Jenkins uh, thing. Follow Donald um, on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> on that note, five, six, seven, eight. Stories about show we made. About a bunch of dogs and 
nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, he's got stories that you all should Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hey, guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.